around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. Rome, well, I take two around this great big world. Connect with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. All right. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back for Hour 2 of America's number one travel radio show. It is just past 11 a.m. Eastern time on this Saturday, August 26th here in the New York City area. It would be 8 a.m. out on the West Coast. And why do I say that? Well, as we get back to talking everything and anything in the world of travel, we're about to take you out to Washington State in the 42nd International Kite Festival. That's right. And we are actually heading to Long Beach in Washington State. Robert, as you said, the International Kite Festival is happening right now. It's been going on all week. It wraps up tomorrow, Sunday, August 27th. So let's get to the show hotline. Joining us to share more are two people who are heavily involved with the coordination of the festival. We have Ken Johnson and Jocelyn Darland. Good morning, Ken and Jocelyn. I know it's still early out there for you, but thanks for joining us live on this Saturday morning. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate that. Well, that's great. Thank you. And Ken, you're there as well, correct? Oh, absolutely. Okay, Thank good. Well, Ken, I'm going to start with you. Uh, listen, this is an annual week-long festival on all things kites, but it's also a competition. So I'd love to know how has the week gone so far and share with everyone tuned in around the country just how large and popular this festival is. Well, uh, yeah, boy, try to get all the numbers straight. Uh, Jocelyn can correct me because she actually does the day-to-day coordination. But we're, uh, I think, pushing 150,000 visitors that cycle through during the week. Uh, we take up a couple of city blocks worth of the oceanfront uh, beach, and there's just kites everywhere from competition to uh, choreographed with music. Um, some big kites that are fixed uh, all day, uh, music going on on uh, stages around the city. Uh, it is quite uh, the thing, but uh, we're having a ball. Weather has been awesome, uh, and it's interesting because we're on the Pacific Ocean. Our beach isn't really where you're going to lay out and sunbathe kind of thing, but it has the perfect uh, wind uh, where flying a kite is effortless. So uh, it's just a great week out here. I find it so interesting that we have a week-long festival surrounding kites here in the U.S. We have a lot of festivals in the U.S., different types of events, but many of them are just three-day or long weekend events. So, Jocelyn, what are some of the bigger events that are still left for this weekend if people want to come out and enjoy? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for asking. Yes, um, our biggest event happened yesterday. Um, we had our featured flyers, Carl Robert Shaw and Scott Hampton, flying showcasing, you know, their talents and their abilities. Um, We also had a lot of our sport kiting events, which are really very popular because they're so fun to watch. It's very fast-paced. Our fighter uh, fighter kite teams were also going. Um, And then for the weekend, starting last night and continuing tonight, we have our lighted kite flights, which happens starting at dusk. And we do have Um, quite a few of our event coordinators went ahead and collected a bunch of glow sticks. So if you head down just before dusk, we will go ahead and attach glow sticks to the kiddos' kites so they can go ahead and participate. Um, On the docket for today is a big kids' day as well. So we will have a visit from our very own kite fairy, who is Glenda Davenport. She's wonderful. 
Um, and kids can go about finding Glenda throughout the day. And as they find her, um, they, she and her team help out with kites, but also they get a little gift. Um, you know, it's like uh, okay, yeah, like toy. Well, Ken, I, uh, before I ask you a question, I just want to say I looked at your website, which is kitefestival.com, and the, some of these kites are just amazingly bizarre. I mean, the color pictures are great. It looks like they're mainly all on the beach, and it's a big, wide beach, but leaving aside the beach with the kites, how do you handle tens of thousands of people in a relatively small town? Well, the Long Beach Peninsula kind of goes down to the Columbia River, which is the border with Oregon. Um, so we actually have to use parking all the way down there. There's some parking to the north, so we spread a lot of that out. Of course, every hotel room uh, within an hour probably is booked. Uh, a lot of our RV parks are, are filled. Uh, so we do a pretty good job. There are some shuttles then that, that pull the uh, transport folks from where the parking is uh, to where the main event is in downtown Long Beach. Uh, so, yeah, it's a little bit of a challenge, uh, but it, it's very exciting. And, of course, we have a lot of locals uh, that can carpool and get there. So uh, they've got after 42 years, they've kind of got the logistics down. And uh, Jocelyn has it working like a well-oiled machine. Well, I love hearing that. I mean, <laughs> And, again, I'm glad you mentioned because, again, we are talking Long Beach, Washington. And, and you are roughly, if people were to look at a map, I mean, you are on the coast. You're off the 101. But, uh, you know, Portland is to your southeast. Seattle is to your northeast uh but you know you're a pretty good distance from both there on the coast so uh, i'm gonna you know I, I enjoyed as a kid flying kites with my brother i know there's this historic aspect of kites ken uh they've been around a long time originating in asia but you know we're told that you also have this japanese style competition it looks intense so share some of the details <laughs> with us about that well i'd have to let jocelyn uh, kind of talk to the finer points of that i'm i'm one of the board members and so i I appreciate it from a distance, but uh, you do mention some of those kites are in the World Kite Museum, which is in Long Beach, uh, right. right in the area, and they have some of those on display all the way. But I'm going to hand right, so off jo to so Jocelyn. So, Jocelyn, tell us of, a little bit about yeah. that, and also add about the museum, because I also, from what we've been told, it's the only you know museum of its kind in North America. That is correct. It is the only, and we put on the Washington State International Kite Festival, which is the largest kite festival in North America as well. Um, speaking to the Rokaku, uh, the Japanese fighter kites that you were asking about, we do have those challenges going on today where it's actually uh, earlier in the week we have the individual battles where the goal is to either cut the kite out of the sky um, or get it to the ground. And um, today is the team challenge. And basically, for cutting kites out of the sky, you receive a certain amount of points. For getting them down to the ground, you do receive a certain amount of points. And it's quite interesting. It's fun to watch because it is very challenging. That sounds like fun. So for people who are listening who live in the area, if they want to get out today or come by tomorrow, is there a fee to get in? Do they have to book online or can they just show up? This is absolutely a free event. It is free to participate. The only charge is $5 for parking. We partner proceeds for the parking go to the World Kite Museum and also the Iwako Boosters, which helps our local youth um, with their outside-of-school activities, whether it be cheerleading, football, basketball, or band. Well, uh, All right, well, I know Rudy gave the website. I want to do that again, kitefestival.com. By the way, if you do go to the World Kite Museum, one of the things, and Jocelyn, just yes or no on this, uh, I, I was told before the show that 
every kid that goes gets a free kite to take home to build, yes? That is true. We have a wonderful group of kites for them to choose from. Well, I love that. All right, uh, folks, go to kitefestival.com. You can check out all the information there, or the museum is worldkitemuseum.com. Ken and Jocelyn, best of luck today as you finish up strong. A lot of activities going on today and tomorrow. Thanks for the check-in, okay? Thank you so much. Folks, when we return after this quick three-minute sponsors break, it is time to travel the world from your own kitchen. Chef Andrew Rowenbeck we're going to reconnect with. It's been a while since we talked with him. Keep those radios locked in, everyone. We're back in 180 seconds. As we take a brief sponsors break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Hilton Grand Vacations provides a premier travel experience that will surpass your expectations. With more than 150 resorts, they provide spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities. You can also convert membership points into Hilton Honor Points for stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide or for air travel, car rentals, and more. Wherever travel takes you, you'll always feel at home with Hilton Grand Vacations because your stay will feel more like a home than a hotel room. Find more info at HiltonGrandVacations.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Who's squeezing one last getaway this summer? Well, before you take off, protect your home with Simply Safe's new 24-7 Live Guard protection. If an intruder breaks in, monitoring agents can see, speak to, and deter, warning them that police are on their way. Right now, you can get 20% off any Simply Safe system when you sign up for a free month's trial of fast protect monitoring. All you need to do is visit simplysafe.com slash carry. That's simplysafe.com slash carry for this special offer. Or as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. There's no safe like Simply Safe. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. Looking for an easy way to banish the end of summer blues? Try HelloFresh. You won't need to stress about how you'll handle it all this fall because HelloFresh has dinner taken care of. They do the meal planning and deliver pre-proportioned ingredients and tasty recipes right to your home. So whipping up a homemade meal is a cinch. Try America's number one meal kit today and take 50% off plus free shipping with the code CAREY, C-A-R-E-Y, at HelloFresh.com slash CAREY. That's code CAREY at HelloFresh.com slash carry. Or as always, you can find the link at armworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives, travel news, sponsor links, and so much more. You can also connect with Robert and Mary and the RM World Travel Show team. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. As we get back to it after that quick sponsor's break, it is time to travel the world from your own kitchen with the Labor Day holiday coming up next weekend, folks. Many of you may be planning a family barbecue. Maybe you're headed to the beach or somewhere outdoors for one last big summer getaway. Well, whatever it may be, Chef Andrew Rowenbeck is holding on the show hotline for us. So get 
your pen and paper ready, as we've been telling you, as he is about to share a recipe that you can enjoy for Labor Day. This portion of the program is sponsored by Hilton Grand Vacations. And last week's show was live from Liberty Place Charleston, a Hilton club. And as part of the Hilton portfolio of brands, we can attest that Hilton Grand Vacations provides premier travel experiences that are going to surpass your expectations. They offer spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features so you feel like you're at home and resort-style amenities. You know, we like the ability to convert membership points into Hilton Honors points. They can be used towards thousands of stays at Hilton Hotels worldwide or for car rentals, air travel, and a lot more that they offer. Members also receive all the benefits of owning a vacation home without the responsibilities of traditional home ownership. So wherever travel takes you, find more information at HiltonGrandVacations.com or just check out RMWorldTravel.com. Look under sponsors. Okay, as we now move right into today's Travel the World from Your Own Kitchen segment, we first met Chef Anne back during a live remote broadcast of this show from the Boca Raton Resort over six years ago in February 2017. And as Robert said at the rejoin with the Labor Day weekend ahead next week, we thought it was a great time to reconnect with Andrew to get some updates. We've also asked him to bring an easy end-of-summer recipe for all your barbecues. Well, Chef Andrew, nice to reconnect with you today. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Robert, Mary, it's great to hear uh, from both of you again. It's, it's been a while. Yes, it has been. Yes, it and has. by the way, thank you for bringing the recipe that we're going to share to all, with all of our show fans across the USA. We'll get to that in a minute. So I want to start off talking about your terrific property. For folks that aren't aware of it, it originally opened back in 1926 as the Ritz-Carlton Cloister Inn. When we did the live broadcast with you back in 2017, it was a Waldorf Astoria. It's since changed ownership and kind of flag designation, if you will, in brands. And with new ownership always comes various property updates, reimagining restaurants is often a big part of that. So, you know, we, as we always say, food and travel are so interconnected. Mary and I seem to recall back then you had 13 restaurants and 16 chefs to oversee. That's what we were talking about before the show. So share some of the bigger culinary changes to the property since we last saw you. Yes, the property has significantly changed. Um, right now we have 14 new restaurants on property. Every restaurant's been rebranded since last time you were on property. Can't wait to have you come back and, and take a look at those. Um, our new ownership, three years in, Michael Dell um, is our new owner. MSD is the name of our, is our new uh, owner. And they have done an absolute uh, beautiful new renovation of the main resorts. And we are just about to start our beach club. Uh, very exciting uh, new projects uh, for us here across the board. And it's nice to have uh, an ownership that is food and beverage restaurant forward. So we are really excited about the new concepts coming up. Yeah, so that must be, that's great for you as, as the executive chef and, and your team as well. So I do want to uh, point out that you've been there, well, you know this, but our listeners may not, more than 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time, Andrew. It's, uh, it's a beautiful historic resort, but that's a long time for anyone in any career. So before we get to this recipe, I'd love to know how you think you've lasted that long and, and what really keeps you going? I, I love that. I lasted. Yes, <laughs> September... <laughs> September 15th will be my 32nd year here wow. uh, at the Boca Raton, which is absolutely incredible. And let's see, I always, you know, I joke with everybody. I said, you know, chefs are like nomads. You know, we kind of we kind of have our bag of tricks and we, you know, we take, uh, you know, our ideas and we do what we do and then we move on to the next place and then we show everybody our bag of tricks again. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's great to be at a property that strives to be, top quality um, all the time um, and over the years and that's in this tenure that I've been at the resort we've had several different owners and I will be honest with you every owner that we have had every new owner has absolutely just been better and better and this new ownership is just the absolute best in the best hands of a historic property like this that that, it well, that well that helps as well, well because why would you helps. want to leave then yeah, yeah exactly. exactly and you're in a great part of the country 
I look, if you, if you have the opportunity to work in an operation or be part of a team that is creative, pushing creatively forward all the time, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's not a job, that old adage, you know, it's not a job. If you love what you do, more importantly, who you do it with, it's not a job. Yeah, amen. That's really no, how and I, I, would, I would say the Boca Raton is. I hear it in your voice. Yeah, I I hear it in your voice, uh, just like I did in 2017. All right, so that answers that. So now it's time for this recipe. We're going to post the full recipe right on our show website. Um, We're also going to have it for our listeners on our Facebook channel, RM World Travel. So with the Labor Day holiday weekend coming up next week, we know Florida is not necessarily a barbecue area, but we wanted something, and you certainly brought something. Um, So share what it is with our listeners and why you chose it. And we get to travel the world from your own kitchen. Yep, That's right. You know, it's it's funny when when we talked about you know barbecue. I you know my first idea was everybody usually goes to the usual suspects, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's you know the heavier you know pork, beef, brisket, uh, chicken. You know, and then I said you know that's yes, of course we have pork and we have all of those things down here. You know, in South Florida, but really what our style is down here is lighter, brighter, crisper, brilliant you know, fair. I mean, um, so here we are sitting on, you know, the resort sits on a half a mile of private uh, beach right here on the on the Atlantic Ocean. We sit at the Boca Raton Inlet. So one of our, we call this whole thing sense of place. If you're coming to South Florida, you're coming to Boca Raton, you know, what what, what are some of the attributes that, that are very unique to us and not, not everybody else? So then I thought we're going to do a very light barbecued, brushed barbecued local fish that comes literally right off of our beach club. So I purchase most of the fish at the resort. I mean, you know, you know, our resort's a large sure, resort sure. Yeah. Uh, with 14 restaurants. And I use five local, six local daily fishmongers that go out of the Boca Inlet. They come in around 3, 3.30 in the afternoon. They text message me on the way in and they say, chef, this is what I have. And those could be a, a myriad of, of different fish. Again, if you're at our beach club and, you know, you're on the pool deck, literally I can point straight off the beach club and say, there's one of our fishmongers right there. Well, and when the fish, when you have the fish brought into you, though, you have this sauce that I want you to share a little bit because people around the country can make that and they can feel like they're tasting a little bit of the resort in their own kitchen right now. Floridian style. Yeah. So what is it? Yeah. With a little bit of touch of boca. And and that, you know, what is that? You know, what is that whole, you know, South Florida feel? What's that? It's not a big, heavy, smoky you know, heavy barbecue sauce. So this one, um, you know, we're blending a little bit of uh, fresh mango, which grows in so many people's backyards here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. to the point where they're in season, they're everywhere, right? So a little bit of mango, and then we throw in a little bit of scotch bonnet pepper. And so again, you can dial up or dial down that heat level, that spice level, depending on, you know, what your threshold is. So by adding that tropical uh, mango fruit to it with a little bit of, you know, indigenous kind of local you know, chili pepper uh, just kind of goes hand in hand with us. Well, and then, again, any type of fish was just absolutely and this And, and for folks sauce. listening around the country right now, that, you know, again, as we just said, we're going to post this. But just the ingredients, you're going to have most of these ingredients in your house, okay? Because we're talking ketchup, we're yep. talking orange juice. Maple syrup. Uh, apple, uh, apple cider vinegar, white vinegar, maple syrup. you got the smoked paprika. You've got a soy sauce. You can either use a gluten-free version or not. The, the, the cumin, yep. uh, the mango. Yep. Uh, so I just want to point out real quickly. Clearly the, the, the where, scotch bonnet where, pepper. This here. is the kind of pepper, though, this scotch bonnet pepper, you need to wear gloves, right? 
Yes, the seeds the seeds will get you. Yep, a little hot, <laughs> a little spicy <laughs> here. Cautious. Sounds great, though. <laughs> All right, so warning to that. Now, in the minute, we've got about a minute and a half left with you. A really quick question I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Well, last week, we were in Charleston for the big Let's Go America tour. We were with Chef Mike Lotta there at his restaurants. I saw an article this week uh, when we got back in the Wall Street Journal that talked about how traditional guidelines for eating, you know, getting blurred, mm. now ordering a salad and fries for dinner, it's not uncommon. So are you, what are some trends that you're seeing right now in the restaurants there, Chef? Andrew, and are they challenging for you and the team to accommodate? Challenging is a good word. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things that's that's very interesting is because of social media and programs like yours. You know, our guests have become very well educated, and they're all very creative, so they understand the the ingredients and components put together. So they're very knowledgeable of that. What we're seeing is an awful lot of customization. Yeah. They, we see a lot of people, um, and I'll say one of the challenges is there's a blend between what people are calling an allergy and what's a food preference. Right. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. So we have to make a lot of modifications to an awful lot of our... Well, and that, and that has to be, you know, a challenge. As you, I think we're going to have to leave it there, unfortunately. But yeah. uh, it's a conversation to have. And from the food allergies standpoint, I will say, listen, you're one of the top properties that we've been to to handle that. Uh, so, folks, you can keep up with Chef Andrew Roanbeck and his team as well. The website, very easy. Go check them out, thebocoraton.com. Andrew, very nice to connect with you today. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. Robert and Mary, always great uh, talking to you. We have to have you You're back at the property. All right, thank Sounds you. Sounds great. Take care, Take care. Thank you. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you, guys. Good talking yep, to you. You as well. Take care. Take care. Right, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Mary. Chef Andrew Rowanbeck, uh, folks, again, the Boca Raton, uh, terrific property. If you've been there or you are going there, uh, let us know some of your thoughts. Right now, as we get ready to put a bow on this August 26th G Block, well, we still have three more segments coming your way. Don't forget, we are posting that summer mango scotch bonnet barbecue sauce recipes we just said on the website. And later this hour, we're going to be having a discussion on cruise etiquette and attire. This is RM World Travel. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay with us, folks. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back. And you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why we say you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. They can find the right people for your team faster and for free. Yes, you can post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash carry. Once again, that's linkedin.com slash carry to post your job for free. Or as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions will apply. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Hey, welcome back. This segment of the show is sponsored by buyraycon.com slash carry. 
Whether it's back to school, late summer travel, working out in the gym, when you bring your favorite radio show, of course, you can take premium audio with you everywhere you go with Buy, that's B-U-I, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N, buyraycon.com slash carry. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with three sound profiles to match whatever you're listening to. Plus, they've got noise isolation and awareness mode, so you can choose to be immersed in sound or tune into your surroundings when you need to. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are comfortable enough for all-day wear, and they do not budge. So enjoy eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of total battery life. We love that they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, which may explain why they have over 56,000 five-star reviews. See for yourself what the hype is all about, and join us by going to buyraycon.com slash carry. And right now, you'll save 15%. If you own a company, buy them for your employees or colleagues. Buy them for grandparents, teachers, your college students, special friends, and more. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N. Buyraycon.com slash carry, and you'll save 15% today, or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Once upon a time, hostels was a word to describe inexpensive places to stay that often had dormitory-style bedrooms and shared baths seemed to appeal mainly to people in their teens and 20s. But over the years, hostels have upped their game, and perhaps no one knows that better than my next guest, Matt Kiefer. He is the founder of Hostel Geeks. That's hostelgeeks.com. And since 2015, he's traveled the world to document what he calls five-star hostels for his website, hostelgeeks.com. Matt, nice to have you on the show. I know we're reaching you in Norway. What qualifies a hostel for inclusion on your website? Yeah, hi. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, for, um, to be on our website listed, a uh, hostel has to be basically unique and um, they have to cater to all sort of travelers. And uh, yeah, they have to have uh, cheap accommodation, unique uh, settings, and that's pretty much it. I looked at one of your favorite hostels on your website, and it was a former monastery in Venice with canal views. It's got 255 beds. That's pretty big. There's some family rooms. There are private rooms with ensuite facilities, in other words, private bathrooms, as well as dorm-style rooms. They had self-service laundry, shared kitchen, study room, breakfast on a terrace overlooking a canal. They sometimes put on live concerts, art shows, DJ sets. I, I, I picked a date just at random, November 8th and 9th, and a twin superior was $150 a night, but I could find no availability for single room or shared rooms. Is it unusual for that for many of the rooms to be sold out all the way through November? Uh, yeah, you're referring to Combo Venice. That's exactly. an absolutely unique place. Yeah, so it's, it's magnificent. And the rooms have uh, canal fuels, even, which is, you know, people wouldn't think about that when you hear the term hostel. Uh, yeah, in this case, um, Combo um, also is a student accommodation in the off season. And this is why when, when there's less travel, less tourism in Venice, and yes, that happens in Venice as well, um, yeah, you will have less dorm options. And um, Combo then has also students accommodating um, because I it's see. also a university town. Yeah, yeah. Now, is Twin Superior to $150 a night? Does that seem expensive to you for a hostel or not, not so much for these uh, upper, upper, upper level, upper status hostels? Um, no, not really, because uh, you see, um, since COVID, um, the prices for tourism in Europe actually went through the roof. Um, right now, the prices for a hostel in Rome, for instance, the capital, uh, we are talking about $80 per night uh, to stay in a dorm, um, in high season, obviously. So, yeah, this is, these are normal prices at the moment, and uh, I think they're still affordable if you look at all the other options out there. 
Well, you can you not only write up hostels and describe them and have photographs of them. You compare prices on different websites and also allow travelers to check for avail- availability. But you also pay some attention to women solo travelers. What should women look like if they're solo travelers and they're hostel shopping? Uh, for female solo travelers, it's uh, especially important to check for um, safe hostels, and it's. Um, yeah, they have to identify them. And the website to identify safe hostels um, is obviously hostelgeeks.com. All our hostels are vetted by, by me personally or by one of our team. And um, the other website uh, we like to recommend is hostelv.com. And they tell exactly what type of traveler um, fits best which hostel. So that makes it super, super convenient um, for female solo travelers. Um, but either you're... way, booking.com, Hostel World, um, check the reviews and check for uh, any safety comment. You meant your hostelgeeks.com, but you mentioned a second website you like. Can you say it a little more slowly? Um, hostelz.com. That's hostel with a Z at the end. With a, with a V or a Z? Uh, with a Z. Is that okay? I think that's a Z, but if it doesn't work, try Hostel V. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, Matt. What are you, I know you also have Asian uh, hostels listed. We only have a minute left. But what are what are the differences between European and Asian hostels? Anything we should know about? Oh, that's uh, it's actually a big difference because um, if you compare hostels in Europe, um, you will most likely find them uh, with kitchen, for instance, because that's a big way to save money when you're traveling to Barcelona, Paris, Rome. Um, because mm-hmm. you can cook your own meals. Um, but when you're talking about um, Southeast Asia, you won't even bother with cooking your own meals because it's more expensive to cook your own meals instead of just going for street food. So that is one main difference. And um, the other difference, I would say there is less restrictions for hostels in Southeast Asia. So you can find really cool and weird and dirty ones in in deserted beaches and stuff like this. This is much more common and more adventurous. The the website is HostelGeeks.com. My guest is Matt Kiefer. Matt, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? Even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra smooth, ultra powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't start See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. 
Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends 4th of July. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Hey, welcome back to the show. This segment is sponsored by therabreath.com. Want clean, fresh breath when you travel? Well, having good oral hygiene is key to your health. So for a fresh and healthy mouth, make it therabreath. We all fight the battle with bad breath from time to time, but using TheraBreath Fresh Breath Oral Rinse will fix it. This stuff works. It doesn't mask bad breath like those burning alcohol mouthwashes that can actually irritate your mouth. There are no added dyes, no artificial colors. It's gluten-free, and I love this part. It's certified kosher. And if you have bleeding gums when you brush or floss, try the TheraBreath Healthy Gums Oral Rinse. It includes an FDA-improved ingredient proven to fight gum disease. There's even a TheraBreath Whitening Oral Rinse. This breakthrough rinse works to loosen and dissolve stains that other whitening products simply miss without harsh chemicals. So get your TheraBreath products today. Just look for the bright orange cap in retail or drugstores, or you can order it directly from TheraBreath.com, and Peter should tell them Robert, Mary, and Rudy sent you. It's also a link for armworldtravel.com under sponsors. Maybe you remember about 11 years ago or so when there seemed to, be, there seemed to suddenly spring up a national conversation among travelers worried about bedbugs especially bedbugs in hotels. Frankly, I don't hear much about those little guys these days, but I have a guest who might know if, there's, if that's just chance or because the bedbug problem isn't a problem anymore. Ian Williams is an entomologist with Orkin, and I'm delighted to welcome to the show. Ian, first, are bedbugs still as much a problem as they seem to be more than a decade ago? I'm excited to be here, and the short answer is, is yes. They're maybe not as top of mind as, as travelers, but what we've seen is uh, we had a little bit of stagnation kind of really before COVID and through COVID with the, the lack of travel. But right. as people have really started traveling again, uh, we've seen those numbers start to, to raise back up. And those are right. only exasperated by some of the, the staffing shortages that certainly places like hotels and other travel areas 
uh, are experiencing as well. Sure. Before I ask how, how we protect ourselves against these, what exactly are bed bugs and are they only found in beds? That's a really great question. So I think about bed bugs, there's several different species that we would kind of collectively call bed bugs. Um, and they're a type of bug that's similar to, let's say, like a stink bug. Where they have a piercing, sucking mouth part, um, and they feed on, on blood. Um, so we deal with really two species here in the U.S., um, and, and mainly only one, the common bed bug. And uh, they're nocturnal. They hide in cracks and crevices, and they like to feed on humans when they're sleeping. And so a bed is a really common place to find them. But that's certainly not the only place we find them. We find them in wall voids, uh, cracks and crevices around beds, or sometimes even sofas or chairs. They could be on sofas and chairs in uh, living room areas outside of the bedroom, anywhere where somebody's going to be sitting for long periods of time, and especially if they're sitting in those areas, potentially uh, when it's dark or, or overnight. And yes or no answer. I don't mean to be ghoulish, but then they come out at night, even if they're in the walls, and find where the blood is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They, All right. How do, what do yeah. you do to protect yourself? What do you do to protect yourself? Yeah. So uh, we always like to talk to travelers about, hey, you know, they're not as small as you think they might be. Um, they can be very small, but adults are about the size of an apple seed. And most of us can see an apple seed pretty obviously uh, um, with our eyes. And so if you get to a, a hotel or a travel destination and you want to do a quick look around, you know, even the flashlight on your phone can really help, you know, peel back the, the corners and look at some of the tufts on some of the mattress areas, the headboard um, that may be around uh, a bed is also a really great place. And just looking to say, hey, am I seeing any bed bugs or any spotting, which is actually their, their fecal material after they feed. Um, seeing that kind of stuff at the front end, you can say, hey, you know, hotel staff, I need a new room or something like that. And in that way, you're kind of <laughs> avoiding that situation altogether. Um, but other tips and tricks, you know, don't put your, your dirty clothes like in the corner of the room because they're attracted to some of our odors and things like that. So you could accidentally pick them up with your, your clothing or even your luggage. Um, and, and take so, them home with you, right? And take them home <laughs> with you, right? So we don't want to do that. So looking, uh, inspecting your room on the front end and then on the back end, you know, inspecting your luggage um, uh, is always great. And then a lot of right. us when we travel, right, you just get home. You don't want to put the, the clothes away, but put them away, right? Get, get them out of the luggage, get them into the wash. It's high heat in, in the wash and dryer as the clothing can withstand, really that'll okay. wipe out most bed bugs right at the uh, front end. We only have 30 seconds left, but you have a ranking of the cities with the worst bed bug problem. And number one is Chicago. Uh, mm -hmm. Give me number two and three. And I don't know if we're going to have time to explain why Chicago might be it, but try it. Yeah. So Chicago's number one. We've got New York and, and Philadelphia as two and three, and they actually swapped places this last year. And this list is generated by, you know, how many services we offer to our customers in these areas. Anytime got you've got a significant travel in an area, and, and those cities certainly have that, um, that's really one of the, the big drivers of what's going on in those areas. Well, I'm sure New York is happy not to be number one and have Chicago take its place. Thank you yeah. so much for <laughs> joining us. The bed bugs are still here. Ian Williams, an entomologist with Orkin, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be right back. Join the travel trio by accessing the show anytime and Anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Stay
stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Thanks for staying tuned in these past hour and 50 minutes, everyone. As Mary and I now rejoin you for the J Block, we're going to talk cruise etiquette and dress codes before we wrap today's show. And we're sponsored by Ama Waterways River Cruises. An award-winning river cruise line, Ama Waterways puts the love in everything they do. Expect to be treated to luxury experiences throughout Europe, Asia, and Africa, all highlighted by unparalleled service. You know, Ama is also known for their locally sourced dining, along with a variety of included excursions. Check out amawaterways.com for their various itineraries and show specials, or as always, you just go to rmworldtravel.com, click on sponsors. Okay, dress codes on both ocean and river cruises can be confusing. We feel they're a little more standard on river cruises from our experiences, but they're still a topic we get a lot of emails about. That brings us to our next guest, Ashley Koshalik, frequent cruiser and senior cruise writer with The Point Sky. Ashley, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Nice to have you aboard with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, great to talk to you this morning. All right, I want to start with river cruises. Since it was just about a month ago that Mary and I were in Portugal with Alma Waterways, we were traveling the Douro River for our big Let's Go America tour over there. And despite the suggestions by the Alma team to passengers, we were really surprised about how casual the dinners were. So maybe it was because it was summer and it's not Christmas on the Rhine or the Danube or something. I don't know. But what are your experiences with river cruises? The river cruises I've been on, the passengers do tend to dress up a little bit more than they do maybe on on ocean cruises. But I think a lot of it depends on who you're sailing with, like you said, the time of the year, Um, even things like how hectic the itinerary is. The more time you spend in port, generally, the more comfortable you want to be. And so it might tend that people dress down a bit. So that's an interesting point, because that would be the case for that particular uh, on, cruise. On the Douro. The, right, yeah. which is very different from the Rhine, so that's a good point. Hmm. So, all right, let's move to ocean cruises. Personally, I like to get dressed up for dinner. I don't always love the formal night, only because it's not that I don't like getting dressed up. It is extra clothing to pack in luggage for just one night. However... Um, men don't have to wear tuxes. They can wear suits. We don't necessarily need the fancy ball gowns, right, Ashley? I mean, a cocktail dress would suffice, and maybe you could turn that around and wear that differently a different day. But what are your thoughts on getting dressed and formal nights on ocean cruises? My own personal thought is that I love getting dressed up because I don't really have a reason to do it in my life otherwise. (laughs) With that said, though, I do prefer to go carry-on only. And as you mentioned, it can be really difficult to fit bulky formal wear into a carry-on suitcase. So I I kind of pick and choose. Um, As you said, I might bring something that doesn't have a ton of taffeta because then you don't have to try to cram it in there. I think it's super fun to do, but it's also important to keep in mind that people are on vacation And they probably want to relax, and sometimes putting on formal wear does feel a bit stuffy or just like it's an extra bit of work that you don't want to do in order to get ready. And I think, too, a lot of that could depend on what you do in your day-to-day life. If you're someone like me who works from home and doesn't necessarily have to get super dressed up every day, it's a welcome change. It's something that I look Mm -hmm. forward to. But on the other hand, if you're someone who perhaps has an office job where you are client-facing or you have to dress up on a regular basis, that might not be something that you would look forward to on a vacation. Right. I agree. And, and it doesn't really bother me what other people do necessarily, although I never bring jeans on cruise ships. No, I've don't. learned that. So <laughs> any particular pet peeves that you have? I know you've cruised a lot. Or any general rules that you think our listeners should be aware of for just in general, no matter what cruise line they're on for the day wear and the resort wear? For me, I am not super bothered by what other people wear. My steak is going to taste the exact same 
whether the person next to me in the dining room is wearing jeans or a tuxedo. That's just, that's my personal opinion. I know some people feel very differently. In terms of sort of the the etiquette that we tend to see, it's generally not a great idea to walk around in your bathrobe. A lot of the cabins, especially the higher end cabins, will provide cruisers with bathrobes to use during the cruise. And sometimes you'll see people walking around in them on the pool deck or on their way to the spa. My general thought on that is if you have a spa treatment, wait until you get there, ask for a robe, they'll provide one for you and you can change in the locker room. It's just kind of strange to see people I, walking around. Yeah, and I, I, I totally I, I, agree I, with you, I agree on, with you that. on that. Uh, 100%. So, hey, man, man, really quick, I want to ask you, you know, so uh, Seaborn, we've had a long alliance with for years and uh, it, we've done a number of live remote broadcasts from their ships. I know they just launched their new expedition ship, their no, second one that they just launched. So that means, you know, travelers, they might be out all day in harsh conditions. Sometimes they're going to need yep. boots, they're going to need rain jackets, going to need hats. So dress attire can't be as strict on these ships would you agree? Yes, and I sailed Seaborn Venture last year okay. and came up against that very same thing. When you're when you're busy spending all day in Gore-Tex outfits and bulky coats and hats, the last thing you want to do after a super active day ashore exploring is come back and have to scramble to get your hair done, get your makeup done, and put on something super fancy. So I think that is something that perhaps is a bit more relaxed on something like an expedition cruise. Yeah, I certainly think it has yeah, to be. I and then I would so. just say what you said earlier, and Mary, I'm just going to give you know, a mm-hmm. solution. Uh, if you want to bring all the formal wear, then you got to leave from a U.S. port and drive. That'll take care of your problem. You don't have to fly. You can take as oh, much luggage as you go. want. So there you, you go. Oh, there you go. You can do that, yeah. too. <laughs> Ashley, listen, really nice to, uh, you know, to connect with you. The clock says we got to leave it there for today as our time is almost up. So thank you very much for checking in with us. Uh, have a nice rest of the weekend, okay? Thank you so much. Thanks, Ashley. Take care. All right, Mary, there goes Ashley at the release with her. Nice conversation with her on cruising. I'm sure we'll have her back. Many things to talk about with her and uh, look forward to that. Great info. And now the weekend begins. Yes, it does. Uh, And with that, exactly. uh, Folks, listen, we hope all of you have a nice rest of the weekend as well out there. A programming note, next week we'll be off for the Labor Day holiday weekend. We'll be back here live with all of you again on Saturday, September 9th, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this weekend or next weekend for Labor Day, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.